0: Are back. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Balcony Chatter podcast. I honestly forget what number this one is. Um, twenty four. Is it twenty four? I'm not gonna. I it's bet,
1: I'd bet on it. It'd be fun to bet on it if there was good odds, but it's around
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's somewhere around there. But um, so yeah. Anyway, welcome back to another episode. Um, we have some more stuff to talk about this week. Uh, We're actually getting some news, you know, out there. Um, We went a long time without having any any news about hockey or basketball, and now we seem to be getting a good amount for each. So I think basketball is a little slower because they've been um, in the bubble already and practicing and doing all that stuff. But there's some fun stuff to talk about with that for sure. So um, I figure we'll probably start talking about um, the NBA first seeing as there's a little bit less to talk about, um, potentially. But, you know, we're still excited, and it's, it's coming up pretty quick here. I mean, we're, we're,
1: what, a couple weeks away from games? Yeah. Uh No. Uh, days. Days? Scrimmages start on Wednesday. This okay. is going to come out on the day before, I would imagine, if we have it up yeah. tomorrow. Or maybe the, maybe you're listening to this as scrimmages have started, yeah. Scrimmages which they knock down to ten minute quarters from twelve minute quarters starting today. Uh no, sorry, Wednesday. I wish today. See, I'm just ready. I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, we're gonna we can watch basketball this week. It's crazy. Um games so, that matter start a week from Friday. So we're Okay, until oh, the thirty first. Okay. Yeah, we're we're under the two week mark. Yeah. Um
0: quick side note, which I am very late to the game, which is surprising because um, I grew up a big Michael Jordan fan as I'm pretty sure a lot of people did because I mean he's Michael Jordan yeah so regardless of what team you liked uh y- you liked Michael Jordan let's be real right um but they they finally put last dance up on Netflix and i've been I've been kind of starting on that I've been wanting to watch it for a long time but I missed the first couple episodes on TV so I was like oh I gotta go back now right I'm gonna watch it I'm gonna watch the whole thing I wasn't gonna watch it in the middle um no of course not but it's such it's so well done they did such a good job i mean i can't wait to keep watching it like i'm dying to see more i'm only a couple episodes in and um i love it and i'm also extremely frustrated at the same time uh about all the scotty pip and stuff and uh i'm excited to to keep going on that
1: yeah man it's uh i saw they had just thrown it up and i I was surprised with how long netflix let it uh not come to them since they were a producer on it um but uh you know, I'm glad it's there, and uh, I I watched it all when it came out. But uh, it's got rewatch value in my book. I I, I want to rewatch it now that it's on there. I mean, even the episodes that I have watched, I'm like, I could watch that again. Hundred percent. I, I could. I feel go like he missed all that. stuff. I yeah, really. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, um, it's, it's um, they're it's, pretty dense. It's so they crazy. Almost could have been longer.
0: Yeah, I know. It, it's so crazy how like larger than life he was at the time, and it's it's also funny to think about now, like. How would he and the and the Bulls team? I mean, you know, he's not the whole team, but mo- mostly he was. I mean, right. without without Scottie Pippen, he was the whole team for the most part. I mean, Dennis Rodman was great too, but we won't get into all that whole thing. But it'd be curious. I'd be curious to see you know how he would react to what's going on currently with the with the bubble, and you know, he was kind of all business when it came to basketball. So it was like, if we're going to play, if this is how it's going to be, then this is how it's going to be. And he's like, I'm going to go out there. I'm still going to win. I don't care if we have to stick in, like stay in this bubble. I don't care, but we're going to go out there and we're going to play. Right. 100%. You know, like as opposed to some other players who, if it's not for
1: family reasons, you know. There's legitimate the, reasons, and then there's, right. um, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of people. I don't think there's many players stalling or not going there because of the conditions. Because of but ego. there's certainly a lot of <laughs> yeah. people uh, complaining of the conditions. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I sent you this tweet earlier. There was a quote from Stephen Adams, uh, Center for the Oklahoma City Thunder, saying, you know, I just want everyone to know out there, like, we're not in prison. This is a resort we're staying at, after all. So Yeah, right. Um, along the vibes of some people are complaining, but, you know, and some there's the occasional, like, food issue, but it is a resort. So that yeah. was interesting to, you know, to hear from him, but, you know. I, I didn't expect it to be I mean we we joke that it's fire festival and yeah. uh you know there's elements of it that it's like funny like that but yeah I mean we know they're at a resort it's just I don't know it's unprecedented yeah, I mean, it, and these are millionaires these are guys who live certain lifestyles that they're a lot, they're able to carry out during a regular season and they can't do it now Well so,
0: that's like, why to them it is it different. is fire festival Yeah but
1: yeah. you know I think that just kind of speaks to maybe what they've been doing during "quote unquote" quarantine. But uh, yeah, I, I just mean, there's wonder There's been some how players th- caught in, in various sports, like Zeke, Zeke and uh, Dak were at a party in Dallas, like forever ago, with like thousands of people, like very early on. Oh, good. Before Texas opened up, it's just like there's been, you know, numerous people. We could talk. Yep. We'll we'll talk about uh our 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 dear uh number eighty eight maybe later. Yeah, we will yeah. definitely. So,
0: I don't know. It, it's you know, it's the same with both leagues. It's it's gonna be so strange to see how, you know, I'm most interested aside from the Celtics and the Bruins. Like I'm most interested to see how some of these teams that are getting a second shot really, um, kind of work their way in with these play-in rounds and stuff like that. Like, some of the lower teams who weren't supposed to be in the position that they're in getting a shot to be in the playoffs are, you know, going to get a shot to at least see what they're worth. And, again, I keep saying every week, basically, you never know what's going to happen because everybody's healthy. Or right. Or mainly healthy, you know. Right. And not everyone is 100%, I'm sure, but pretty damn close.
1: And one thing we don't mention enough is how, you know, outside of a weird quarantine and then a play-in tournament and, you know, how things are right now, the NHL is usually the most wide open in the playoffs consistently. Um, You know, basketball, you kind of know who's going to be there in the end. Um, There's no real surprises along the way, and I I think hockey's the most surprise-able of the two. Yeah. So uh, especially with this, I I think you're going to see some teams that would have finished 13th and maybe make it to, you know, not the maybe not the ECF but right before or who's to say not the Eastern Conference Finals you know uh, or yeah. Western you know the conference finals but uh yeah it's 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 interesting every it's it's kind of like its own season yeah um it's funny that you say that and and I do
0: want to try to remember to come back to this when we talk hockey because there's some weird speculation going around Montreal and some other teams about is it is it time to tank for these playoffs for a better pick. And I wonder, you know, if that's the mindset of a couple, a couple teams, whether it's NBA or NHL, I mean, you get yourself into a posi- a better position because one, you want to get out of the bubble as fast as you can, or because you think that it's going to put you in a, a, a better spot. Yeah. Um, so I'd be interested to see what teams are going to do. Like, you know, if a team completely flops in the, in the, in the playoffs, whether it's basketball or hockey, you might question it again. These guys are healthy. Why are the, why aren't they playing to their potential and, um, what's the deal? Right. So it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah. But good news from the bubble, everyone negative as of, uh, tests from July 13th or since July 13th. Yeah. Everyone that's negative. That's, that's great. A, that's a big, uh, you know, if, if you really believe that their interactions with people who can leave the bubble, like, uh, workers of the complex, uh, you know, are are maybe not affecting them. You know, yeah, it's a pretty legitimate quarantine thus far. Uh, really showing themselves. That's to be honest,
0: I, I'm, I'm surprised by that.
1: I'm shocked. I, I I'm, I'm I'm not even gonna say I'm surprised, but I see it. I think it's absolutely shocking. Yeah. Uh, three hundred and forty six negatives for a week is, you know, something something to raise a glass to. That's especially pretty with, impressive, and especially with, like, the criticism that, it, that everyone yeah. had. Yeah, um, right. Not to take the words right out of your mouth, but. No, I, I like, mean, I was just,
0: especially with the, the way that players in the NBA tend to be. I mean, you've, you've seen the thing where I already got a text about, you know, come to my hotel room in the bubble, or this guy's going over to get takeout, or, who you know, this, they're making stupid decisions, and yeah. the fact that they're not making dumb enough decisions, I guess, is, is, a, is a good thing.
1: Well, I think we should dive into a bunch of the bubble, but uh, you want to you wanna maybe get someone in here to join us?
0: Yeah, I recently, actually, nobody's safe now because we can make calls now on the Balcony Chatter podcast. Coming for you. So we will be reaching out to people. Um and they're whether not going like to just be not.
1: Boston sports fans. Yeah, exactly.
0: Do you have someone in mind today?
1: I do. Uh, my buddy, uh, artist, Jack Herzog, huge Nets fan. Yeah. Um, he is uh, at the foam depot on instagram it's good bud yeah we should call him up uh, i'm sure he's got plenty of takes on the nets and i think it'd be fascinating to get some takes on the nets outside of just a division rival because you know let's we're gonna talk Kyrie. Right? right let's talk uh yeah you know let's talk all these brand new signings that they now have uh, all the men down and what what he's looking for in this uh, how he feels about going into the playoffs and so forth I, I think it'll be interesting i i honestly haven't talked to him about this so it'll be nice to have it here
0: Okay, yeah, let's give him a call. uh, let's see. hopefully he's hopefully he's by the phone. yeah, all right. here it's we like go a
1: millionaire. who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> Uh-oh
0: He got four rings. Wow
1: Jack. Hey, what's up? What's up, dude? Can you hear me?
2: Yeah.
1: Awesome, dude. You, uh, thanks for joining the Balcony Chatter Podcast. This is my co-host, Andrew. Andrew. Hey, man. Hey, what's up?
2: First time, long time. First time, long time <laughs> here.
1: Hell yeah, kid. Um, dude, so we are we were just getting into talking about the bubble, and I figured we'd get you involved. I think you have, uh, you know, in being a Nets fan, just the most interesting uh, just position going into it. I mean... Uh, not only are you missing your two superstars as you kind of have been all season long, but now you're missing some of the normal guys. Uh, you know, what are you thinking going into it? How are you feeling about the Nets?
2: Oh, you mean that we just have an entirely different team going in? Yeah. You yeah. I mean, I mean that half of our roster got sick? Yep. Uh, yeah, man. It's, I don't know. like, once I failed the pipe dream of Kevin Durant and Kyrie playing in the uh, – in the restarted season, it's kind of cool. I feel like that they have. I was like, I was really excited about Michael Beasley, and he's he's done also. So yeah, right, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It just feels like, uh, you know, it feels like when you had a half day in elementary school, and even the teacher's, like phoning it in. <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah, like. Right. Yeah, like you know, know, also, and up, your like,
1: teacher's a sub because Kenny's gone. yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah 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 and, yeah. and you're, you're yeah exactly and and also like it just got that loosey-goosey kind of like i'm sure as things get more serious and then after the nets are inevitably swept in the first round it'll feel more um uh, i don't know just like we're like real nba basketball but as someone who you know was admonished at his Office job for screening at Nets games. Um, you know when we were going twenty three and whatever in two thousand and seventeen. Uh, it's weird to feel not invested, but uh, in a good way. I guess. Right?
1: Would you Would you have uh, a preference of making or not making the playoffs?
2: Um, I kind of want them to make the playoffs, only because if they make the playoffs, I can go. It's a playoff team, and we're adding Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. So, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to we're going to win it all. Um, yeah, right. That would be the only. That's basically the only reason, and because I just don't want to hear it from you know Knicks fans on Twitter.
0: Of course. So uh, I have a question, um, and I don't. Yeah. I I do not mean this sarcastically whatsoever. <laughs> do Do you think that the, that they have a shot to go? You know, further than the first, the original like play-ins and stuff
2: like that. Oh, in the in the bubble.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: no.
2: You think it's no a guaranteed way. bounce? No. I mean, it's, it's between
1: it's, us and it's, yeah. uh, it's between the Celtics and the Raptors. The Celtics are probably going to try to gun for you guys, but well, I guess I'm, there's a yeah, technicality you could plumb it
2: a bit. Well, no, the Magic could also jump ahead of us. Yeah, and we could play right. the
3: Bucks, which right. is what I think
2: is going to happen. I mean, look, as someone who's watched, by the way, this feels like home me. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to watch Chris Fioza and Timothy Luawu-Tavaro and Tyler Johnson. This is like a Nets team. This is like, oh, my, yeah.
3: Like,
2: are yeah. back to 2015. More- yeah, there's nothing more Nets than like uh, being like, oh, yeah, you guys signed Kevin Durant, but actually you're going to watch uh, Tyler Johnson and Jamal Crawford in the playoffs. I'm like, this is... I- I'm very comfortable. All year, I felt very... I'm-, I'm very uneasy. It's like someone gave you a... you know. A Ferrari and they're like but you can't drive it for whatever right. 9 to 15 yeah. months um, yeah. but yeah I mean I feel comfortable with this kind of this is like what I'm used to it's like I'm like you know this guy you know he's batted around the G-League but you know what I think he's gonna make it work with the Nets um, <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm I'm like I got high hopes for Justin Anderson right he's got a lot of defensive yeah. potential I watched a lot of Virginia highlights in 2013 um <laughs>
1: Damn, but we're digging, man. I'm excited for I mean, Jamal though. I think I mean if anything and not necessarily with the Nets, I hope he earns himself uh, somewhere next year, oh, but you know, scoring 50 yeah, last I year mean, didn't get him anywhere this year, so I don't know.
2: I would really love if he had a game. I mean, look, I'm just excited to watch Levert and just see,
3: see him raise
2: that uh trade profile cuz that seems like what they're going to do. Um, yeah. but yeah, man, I mean, I'm excited like but again, like this feels like, you know, the natural state of things. But who knows? I mean, the bubble environment is so weird. But, like, uh, there, there's no chance that they're winning a playoff round. But if they win a game, I'd be happy, honestly. If they win a game in the playoffs, I'd be excited. I mean, I don't even think people who aren't paying attention realize, like, Wilson Chandler was playing, like, starter. He's our starting power forward. He's gone. Right. DeAndre, who, you know, I think a lot of people who don't watch the Nets just assume that Jared Allen is better because he's like young and whatnot. But I got to say I'm a DJ hater and he kind of outplayed Jared in the last, second half of the year. He's gone, you know, right. Spencer's gone. Torian he, Prince, they weren't even kind
1: of like, they were kind of even like splitting minutes almost, right? Like DJ was playing a lot more than you would think. Was he up around 20? Yeah.
2: He was, he, they were splitting minutes, like, yeah. what, yeah. you know, and either one of them would start, but like, I, I got, I don't know how I feel about Jared, but you know, that's another besides the point. Anyways, I don't know. It's just like we're, we're missing like basically a whole unit of dudes, like
3: six yeah. guys
2: that wouldn't play. So we'll see how it goes. But like, you know, I remember watching those teams, you know, whether it be from 2010 or from 2015, those darkest days. And it get, you, you, you go, Oh yeah, that's why these guys uh, aren't signed anywhere. <laughs> like, right. oh yeah, these dudes <laughs> yeah. just kinda suck. You quickly
1: <laughs> realize why they, s- a they like, why steal I millions overseas and stuff, yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. There's a reason why it didn't work out for Tyler Johnson and
3: Steven. Yeah. Um sure.
2: but yeah, I mean I'm still excited just for basketball, obviously.
1: Right. Um What? what are you thinking about the bubble in general? Just what are you, what are your overall thoughts? are you impressed by the news of today? Do you know the news of today that they've been negative since july thirteenth?
2: Yeah, I mean I I, uh, I mean, the amount of money that they have to throw at the problem, I'd imagine. Like, look, there's entire countries that have gotten this right already. You know right. what I mean?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: like, like I'm not shocked that they can figure it out, uh, or that my thing was always like, obviously, like it's weird to like throw, um, people into sort of a dangerous situation for sports, I guess. But at the same time, like they're gonna have to figure this out at some point um as far as like playing with corona being a reality so you know what i mean they might as well do it now you know i kind of that's sort of like how i felt about it but yeah it's weird i don't know
1: it's super weird it's definitely weird i i actually was shocked at least that they'd get their shit together at this point uh I, i think seven days uh by july 20th consecutive with no positive 346 negatives is i mean it's impressive to me
2: yeah no for sure for sure um i'm i'm it's like it's definitely like encouraging like they're gonna do it i I think that this season's gonna get finished yeah i don't know how you guys feel i i
1: i've been curious i I think i mean i've been saying if if it's gonna fall apart it's gonna fall apart in the middle of it's gonna be the worst time possible like if if it falls apart it's gonna be when everything's already started there was a while where we we
0: were convinced that nothing was coming back. Either, no, no sports were coming back. You know, I, I didn't see how any of these game plans could possibly work out the way that they thought that they would. I mean, yeah. I got to give a little bit of credit to the NBA for getting them in the bubble, you know, way, way earlier than they needed, than they should have. You know, the games don't start really until the middle of this week or exhibition games, and then the real games don't start until the end of the month. I mean, they've been there for a bit. Um and I think that's a good thing because a lot of players probably leading up to when they went to the bubble were doing some stupid stuff um or oh. not being as safe as they should have.
2: Yeah, I mean like they're obviously safer there, right? And they would yeah. be Yeah, uh, yeah. And also I think you know what really like shocked me or what what was the turning point for me like I guess like uh from a structural standpoint was like when they said that um if someone gets sick, that they're just going to quarantine them and not shut the whole thing down. That's when I was like, Oh, okay. If that's how they're going to play it or if that's safe, quote unquote, then they should be able to do it. But like, you know, the way things were going, like at the beginning, it was like, if one person gets sick, like how are they going to just continue? You know what I mean? Like how will they continue, but I guess they figured out a way. Supposedly.
0: I think yeah. it really has a lot to do with the fact that they did say they are going to test every day. And yeah, you know, it really, the amount of testing that they're able to do, is really yeah. the only way that they can justify not shutting it down?
2: Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, and like just the monitoring too. Like these guys are just, you know, they're they have they're basically monitoring them twenty four seven. The tracker uh, ring? Yeah.
1: yeah. Did you hear about the yeah, rings? It's
2: like, yeah, it's so weird. Oh man, <laughs> it's so weird. It's like <laughs> not it's, <laughs> chill.
1: I didn't think those were very <laughs> chill at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I look if it means basketball coming back, like whatever. I don't care. All right, so <laughs> and it, it seems that like the players don't
1: care either. Yeah, well, so Nets are out. Uh, in, in your own uh, opinion, who's who's in for the East? Who's in for the West? What are your finals? What's your finals matchup? Who do you think is finishing this thing out? Um. Okay. Well, I
2: mean, yeah. So the East is locked. The, the magical dump, probably, nets will be eight, so that's the East, and, um, who's coming out of the East? I don't want to be, I mean, I think Memphis is going to lock it up, I think they're just like a better team than New Orleans right now. Yeah. And, and the, the NBA is going to be bummed.
1: Out. I think the NBA is going to be I so would... bummed when the Pelicans don't make the playoffs.
2: Well, I think they just want to be a race there, you know? Yeah. I think ideally they'd have, to have the Pelicans in, but I think they just want to be, like, to, for there to be a playing game, which would be sick. I hope that happens. Coming um, out of the West, I think the Clippers. I think all year people were – doing... It. I mean, we do this every season. We diagnose everything during the regular season. We start to try to find trends. We start to, like, you know... And I just feel like just having those big wings is just going to be, like, crazy. And they've got so many of them now. The guards, like, whoever. But so right. I think the Clippers are going to win, and I think they're the best team. And I just think that, like, you yeah. add... you I mean, Paul George and Kawhi just, like, just, like, on the perimeters, it's insane, and then and then you know you have uh, uh, Marcus and you got Patav, and they're like I just think that their defense is going to be great. I think it's they're just built for like playoff matchups, and I like Zubac more than a lot of people, and I I just like I just kind of feel like the Clippers are the best team. But you know it's going to be a great series probably with the Lakers and we'll see what happens. And I guess in the East, I'm, I guess I'm gonna say the Bucks, but I got this weird feeling that Toronto is going to end up in the finals again. And yeah, like, I think
1: that's highly possible for sure.
2: Yeah, I just feel like it's like a weird enough thing, but.
1: People don't, don't realize know, that they know. were on, on pace to have a better season, a better record uh, than they did last year with Kawhi. Um, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Like pe- people exactly. really don't re-
1: realize that because the Bucks are having such a that tear of a season.
2: But. I don't know if I trust. Well, I don't know. Kyle Lowry, without the playoff atmosphere, maybe he'll just be like lights out now for all four rounds instead of like you know <laughs> taking a shit and
1: yeah. We we do got to see what the fans are going to do to help some of these players. We keep talking about yeah. How what if like teams what are going to we like
2: thirty and fifteen.
1: Did they ever decide? Do either of you know if they decided about pumping in noise and if they're going to do that in the stadium or or what?
0: I can't confirm with with NBA, but. I'm pretty sure that – I know that Major League Baseball is doing that,
1: and I think that the NHL is going to do that as well. I watched uh, MLS. They are not doing that. MLS is like an awkward high school scrimmage you're watching. Very strange.
2: Ah, Yeah. I – you know, here's the thing. Like, as a basketball freak, as much as I am, like, I am very used to watching Summer League where there's, like, very muted – you know – but the vibe is still good in Summer League. You know what I mean? Or I guess I like agree. Orlando. Yeah, league. I
1: don't I I don't find I'm it strange pre, to watch Summer League. Yeah.
2: Pre pre vague. Pre vague. Like like yeah. when it was Orlando Utah and whatever. Like, right. like, I mean, people would make fun of me for watching it and I'd be like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Marshawn Brooks dropped forty five points in a summer league game. He's the next Kobe Bryant. I don't yeah. think you guys are the next. <laughs> uh, Which is held up, so, incredibly true. Uh yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, also, while we're on the G League, we should shout-out Maine Red Claw, Boston Celtic, uh, Trey Waters. I think he got MVP. Oh,
2: did he really?
1: I think he did, yeah. He got something.
2: You Shout-out.
1: Shout-out Trey,
2: um, the future uh, yeah, I Starberry. I don't know. It's, it's, I guess that would be weird to, like, like – the weird thing is the transition from like the highlight, slow mo highlight, into like the throwing it back to like the Chuck and Kenny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, like no applause or whatever going into that. Like I feel like that's gonna be the awkward, like the slow mo highlight when there's like no crowd in the background. <laughs> right. Like, so it's gonna be I've awkward. Noticing, wait, so they're they're practicing in the ballrooms, but are they playing the games in the ballrooms as well?
1: Um, I don't know. I saw photos like the, that they're like painting floors next to floors, so like adjacent courts are different home courts for different teams. Like I saw the Pacers next to Miami. Was the
3: photo like I saw? Are they
2: playing games like simultaneously? Like in the background, you'll see like Deion Waiters like getting warm ups in while like there's like an actual game going on. Like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean I think like are, so. With the, the number of games they're playing, teams, yes, I don't know if they're setting it up so the the courts are far enough apart that. I don't know this, that, or the other thing, and I, I'm sure at the wide world of sports they have numerous, uh, you know, facilities with numerous floors. But strange, I gotta imagine you're gonna... you're gonna see some crossover like that. Yeah, I'd be surprised if you. I didn't. would
2: love some painted, some painted backdrops, yeah. like some real. <laughs> yeah. Like you get some that you get, you get those. Well, first of all, they're already at Disney. You get those old union guys, the old art directors. You know, who used to work on whatever movies, get them to come and do like again a hand painted background of a, a beautiful vista. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, yeah, that's Jacket, what they should do. What are Jacket, they doing? They should get
1: you for that, man. That'd be awesome.
2: I know, that's insane. Yeah, there's there's a huge missed opportunity. We could put the Matterhorn in the background.
1: <laughs> yeah, do, that'd be great. Have you heard what the MLB is doing? I didn't hear this until yesterday. The, the cut-out? cardboard
2: cutouts, the Carvel, yeah. cu- You yeah.
1: can pay for your own seat. <laughs> someone, someone
2: paid for their dog. That's, that's someone crazy. put their dog in a seat. It was that's kind of sick.
1: Yeah, that's
0: yeah, awesome. Yeah,
2: it was so dope. I went to Jersey Mike's today, and uh, Aaron Shout Judge out. is sponsored by Jer- Jersey Mike. Uh huh. You guys know this? No, so I dope. didn't know this.
1: Is
0: there a cutout yeah, that's in there? It.
2: That's all I'm here to There's just a big Aaron Judge uh, graphic, and I was like, "This is dope."
0: And was he striking out? Or was he hitting a home run? Because <laughs> he's either doing – he's doing one or the other. Yeah. Oh, I
2: um, forgot. This is Chatter. This is Boston Chatter. <laughs> yeah, up. Boston Chatter. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is Chattertown.
0: Hey, I do have a serious question about the NBA uh, games, though. Does home court in the bubble mean anything for for basketball? I mean, it does for hockey, but, like, home ice does matter only yeah. as far as line changes and things like that. But does it matter at all for basketball?
2: I can't imagine that it matters at all. I mean, unless they're these these men are completely mentally broken by, like, colors. <laughs> um, but I don't think they are. Um, I can't imagine. I mean, I, who knows? I don't know. I mean, like, maybe you just, like, you know, I – maybe if you played for a team for, like, a – very long time and you've been you, and you've played like over 300 home games with that court pattern underneath i don't know well, but I from, a, Maybe.
0: from a strategy standpoint it really doesn't help them whatsoever i mean the, the, it doesn't no, not do anything
2: yeah, yeah there's no yeah there's no like yeah you know when you're playing in uh charlotte the rims are uh yeah right the three-point line is actually 30 30 feet out. Yeah, no, there's none of that like baseball shit. That but,
0: rim wiggles a bit. Shaq Shaq yeah, yeah, broke yeah, yeah. it 25 years yeah. ago.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Phoenix exactly. has
1: double rims. Uh
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I, I it would be very interesting to see if like it has an effect in, or if it's like similar as far as like winning percentage on home court as it would be normally. Um I'm sure some like someone will write that article oh, 538's all over it and i will skim through it and not read it but yeah. <laughs> i will pretend like i did
1: catch the it? highlights
0: How um that, I, I i get another question because i'm i'm more of a hockey guy than a basketball guy um okay. but i would be i, I kind of have a bone to pick with the barclays center so i'm curious on your opinion of the place. oh this is
1: great
2: oh because it, because you tried to move islanders in there and it was like a joke
0: yeah, I mean the Islanders are a joke anyway. But let's be real; it's not made for hockey whatsoever. I mean, I, I was sitting in lower level and I couldn't see the goalie. Yeah, so, it
2: was an absolute, absolute pass grab. By the way, that was what that's what people said. Look, the, it's called the Taj Mahal basketball for a reason. Okay, and you would only know that if you read a 2011 article <laughs> uh, published by Nets Daily. But that's what they called it. <laughs> I, um, I, I yeah. gotta be honest
0: very nice stadium like I yeah. I really enjoyed the stadium itself obviously it's not made it for
2: hockey of, I think yeah I think that they were just like fuck it we're gonna jam this hockey team in here because yeah. you wanna it was I guess a combo of trying to build some uh Prokhorov the Russian owner at the time who who still owns uh a majority of Barclays I think I don't know if that sale has gone through to our new owner yet but I think since he's a Russian guy, he likes hockey. And I think he – and I know that they were they were in NASA Coliseum, I think, before yep. that in Long Island. So from what I remember is that they were just – I remember there being a lot of uh, indignation about the move at the time. And, and a lot of people were like, this place was built strictly for basketball. It was meant literally to just be like, that was the only sport that was meant to be played there. This yeah. is a joke. Blah blah blah, and then it didn't work out, and it immediately it was out. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that was just like a really weird move by a foreign owner who was trying to maybe just build more of a of a cachet in New York, and like
3: well, I don't know, maybe
2: he was, at, he was looking over at Dolan. He was like, okay, he's got a hockey team, he has a basketball team, in MSG. Blah blah blah. But uh, yeah, now, I mean, not a Liberty play there, so it's just a basketball thing. But, I, th- I think
0: uh, the Islanders were a little bit forced to move there because they, you know, the, the Coliseum um, on the island was getting pretty much gutted. They gutted the whole place yeah. and there was no way for them to do anything. And I don't think they had a choice but to go somewhere else. And I mean,
2: but I do think that the sports group that that owned uh, the like the LLC that Prokhorov has, I believe they did own Nassau Coliseum as well. So there's some weirdness there. Like, I didn't, okay. I, I never understood why. So I think he owned both buildings, but so maybe he just forced, like, their hands, uh, which is very weird because he was there when they were building the building from the beginning. I just think that it was, like, one of those things where it was just, like, yeah, like, you guys are doing this or whatever. Or maybe the ownership in, in the Islanders were, like, the Brooklyn cachet will be enough to make it worth it. But, like, I don't think any of the Islanders fans give a fuck. They'd rather be, you know what I mean? They Um, love the
0: Coliseum, believe me. I have a lot of Islander friends uh, or fans, and they they love the Coliseum. They'd rather be there. And they are getting a brand-new stadium now, so, I mean, I'm sure they'll find something else to bitch about. Oh, and
1: shout-out to our friends. uh, (laughs) (laughs) The the thing
2: is about it, too, is, like, I don't know if it does anything for hockey players. Like, they don't care, you know what I mean, as much as, like, NBA players. Like, there's no chance Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving – I know Kyrie grew up a Nets fan, blah, blah, blah. He's from Jersey, but he's not playing in Jersey. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was never happening for us there. And there's a reason why we left. And, like, you know, part of it is, like, I look. ultimately I'm happy that they moved. But I love Jersey. I love the Nets when they played there. Like, it was part of the whole thing. Like, you know, but we're not getting top free agents in New Jersey. It's, that's just not how it works. So, um, I get why, you know, I just yeah, I just don't think it has that, like, hole for like i don't know i don't know anything about a hockey trade agency but like these like guys sort of just go i don't know how does it work where do guys go where do they flock to like chicago right like la or does it really not matter like I, yeah i think they like flock to the players? money
1: more than more than anywhere yeah, else exactly. more than any other sport yeah, kind of exactly.
2: thing yeah because they have super long deals right they sign like crazy deals right is that am i they i mean they they they
1: adjusted it somewhat but I, I, it, it's still longer than uh basketball i believe
2: yeah i mean look all i know is that uh the islanders whatever for whatever reason it just was like people were like this is the fucking worst thing ever <laughs> and i think hockey fans like more than any other sport really cherish like the in-game experience, obviously, and when you go to a game like you're saying, you can't see what's yeah. going on. That's like
0: the no-no. Yeah, yeah, and the reason that I say I sort of have a bone to pick with it is because I, I basically go out to Bruins Islander game every year, and I went to Barclay mm-hmm. Center knowing they were going to be playing there the next couple years. I never went back. Yeah. I didn't go back until they went back to the Coliseum, just because. Where
2: did you- where
0: did you live at the time? I uh, in Bo- I'm in the Boston area, so He's a uh, Bruins
1: season ticket holder.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So I usually make the trip out there like I said I got a couple friends out there, so it's always it's always fun to go catch the, a road game and hang out with them and stuff, but I had no interest in going back there. And and it's unfortunate cuz like I said, I mean, it's a beautiful stadium. I really liked it. It's just unfortunately for hockey, it's not ideal. I mean, I'm sure that there are great seats. Because if you get center balcony or whatever, you're gonna see everything. But yeah, again.
2: but you want it to be like like I've been to Barclays. Whenever I go to Barclays, I sit nosebleeds. Me and Tim went to a game. Tim, we went to this Nets game, right?
1: No, I've never been to Barclays.
2: Oh, I went with Leary, I guess. Then. Yeah. All right. Anyways, Shout out but Jack. I sit nosebleeds every time, and it's and it's great. It's like you know, yeah. it's like I you know I've only I've sat in. My buddy has like a season or uh, like a, a package there um my buddy john and i've been with him and he has nice seats. but usually i send it you know up in the nosebleeds and i'm like this is you know the sidelines are good it's really steep up there but you yeah. can see like everything and it's i saw Giannis. i went to like three games for like you know and you can get cheap tickets not probably not anymore but you know in the last couple years like 2019 when they were like kind of a good team i went to a timberwolves
1: game for like $15 and yeah I was, I was pretty impressed by that yeah $15 basketball uh, ticket in Brooklyn regardless of how good the team is is pretty crazy
2: yeah and they were like just starting to get kind of good and it was they were winning games and that you know now I'm sure it's insane but um well, yeah, not I mean,
1: well not right now we'll see we'll see when we get <laughs> yeah. back inside yeah,
2: yeah that's, that's another thing it's like yeah, I just want to see Kevin Durant play in front of, like, an actual, like, slightly energized Nets crowd, but right. uh, who knows if that'll ever happen. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so, crazy. So um, I know you're a big basketball guy, but is it – you, are you a hockey guy at all? And if so, is it is it safe to speculate that you'd be a Devils fan?
2: Wow, that's a really great question.
3: Um, <laughs> Your dad's a Devils fan.
2: A he, kind of. He, like – he was like at, at it for for a sec. My dad like well, okay. So here's the thing: when my dad grew up in Jersey, there weren't any Jersey teams, you know. Like he was a Knicks fan because there was no, you know, like he, he was like a Knicks and a Nets fan. They didn't even play in the same league like that. Right, you know? and that's where he's, ABA, like, he you, right? Yeah. So uh, and he was a Giants fan. They actually played in Jersey, but you know, um, so he was definitely kind of a man. That's not really a hockey guy. Uh, Neither am I. And you know what? If I was to say I was a hockey fan, I'm I'm a Kings fan. Because I grew up a Nets fan. I was born on the East Coast. I was born in New York. But I actually moved to L.A. when I was seven. And I've been to so many Kings games. And I've actually been to Cup games.
0: See, then that's Uh, fair. You know, that's a fair way way to pick. If you're not a huge hockey fan, then why not pick the team that you've seen a bunch and that you like and you've seen, like, you know, like you said, Stanley Cup games. I mean... Some people don't ever get to see any team play in the Stanley Cup.
2: Yeah, exactly. I went to one cup game um, with my buddy who's like a big – he's like a staple center guy. You know, he's like Lakers, Kings, like, you know, the whole thing. And uh, I went to a game with him, and it's like – that was like the 2000 – I guess that was 17, 16 – forgot which year it was. When did they win? They won – one, couple time of, time of, one of them time was time
1: 16, time. I
0: think. Yeah. Yeah, they won a few times. Yeah, 14 yeah. and 16.
2: Anyway. Yeah. Um, it wasn't back to back, though. It was a couple years apart. But, like, no, the yeah, Quicks it was guitar, one year apart. Like yeah. Quicks. Yeah, it's like a Johnny Quick team. It um, was a
0: 11, 12, and 13 and 14. Thir- oh, it yeah, was back to back. Oh, wow. It was, so it was two back to backs. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, well,
0: the 11, 12 season and the 13, yeah, 14 season. It was season. two cups. Yeah. It wasn't four cups.
2: 13, 14. Yeah. And they had, uh, you know, those teams were sick. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not like, a, you know, I know like Ovechkin, and like <laughs> I know like some guys who play for the Kings, and like I know like uh, that's about it. I mean, I know the Bruins like are always kind of good. You got you know you, stuff like do
1: that. you know you know a single Bruin, I think, right? Like a current Bruin. Yeah.
2: Who's the fucking 76? I
1: know it's be Chara, yeah. <laughs> oh, we yeah. got Char, Chara's here, right? Yeah. Andrew, we got Chara? Uh yeah, Chara's
0: here. He uh uh I have to say to Charz, you know, the way he farts, it's just Hey, <laughs> <Wait, what? laughs> <Just> the smelly ball. <laughs> uh, Char... We, we got so on speed down. down. Yeah, we got no, I n- mean, well we... He's actually he's here with me right now. <laughs> Cardi's oh, there um, just, too, right? Hanging. Yeah.
2: Wow, a, uh, he likes his chicken wings. Such a large man, and but yet he's such a such a demure presence. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah, he is. He's very uh, old. He so he's Brady's age. I mean, with with you not really being a huge hockey fan, but being a, a a sports fan, I would imagine that if something is on right now, maybe you would tend to to tune in a little bit. I mean, everybody's a little bit excited for any sports that might be on oh. TV.
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, 100%. Especially, like, I would like to go – I would really like to, like, get together with people and watch stuff, too. I mean, which is just, like, kind of the biggest bummer. Like, I think that's, like, the one thing that people are not really anticipating is, like, yeah, sports the back. And then you're, like, fuck, I want to, like, go to a – with a bunch of homies to, like, a bar and watch yeah, stuff to, like, can yeah. yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean? Or, like – hit the hit the wing stop but you can't hit the wing stop right it's right. not, or the not possible. yeah yeah you can't hit the beat up yeah. um but yeah i mean like i'm definitely like i i i love hockey i just never really got into it it's just like a cultural thing that doesn't really tim will tell you i mean like out here in la there's not that much the Kings fans are crazy though they really are into the team
1: yeah, but but the only reason, place you see them is at Staples Center during a Kings game. Yeah, I have like, no idea
3: where they crazy. exist in Los Angeles. <laughs> they, like, but they're always there. The, and there's like a stadium full of them.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. That's hilarious. And then Yeah, they
2: live under the hardwood. Yeah. The honestly, Lakers yeah, court, they do. And yeah. when they remove it, they just like get in their feet. It's yeah. crazy.
1: A lot of people think that that's uh, that's like a big curtain that they put over the Lakers banners during the Clippers games, but that's just a bunch of Kings fans uh, in, in dark jerseys <laughs> that just have stand up there.
2: Well, they might. Yeah, I, I grew up with one kid, uh, this is Timmy Weston, shout out Timmy Weston, um, who uh, is an absolutely he's a maniac uh, hockey and Kings fan, and um, and I remember like just he's like the only person I knew growing up that like is super into it. And obviously there's so, I know so many, I know a ton of Clipper fans weirdly enough. And I know a ton of obviously Laker fans, um, people that are psychotic um, about the Clippers and Lakers, but I did, there was this one kid and that was basically it. Um, And when they were winning, there was definitely a good vibe and people were into it. And like, you go to like a family friend for like, you know, someone who would, you never, cared about hockey and the game would be on and stuff like that because it's fun obviously to have like a cup run but um yeah it's weird it's like a super weird thing because it's like a super fervent fan base that you don't like they're not visible at all in the city whatsoever like right. i cannot tell you it's like <laughs> um, i see
1: la galaxy and, billboards i feel like i don't even see king's ones.
2: oh oh yeah, yeah. yeah lafc and la galaxy feel more um for whatever reason like embedded in the city um I don't know why, but it's just like sort of people really t- have taken to the LAFC thing. Yeah. Um,
1: and I was yeah, I totally
2: planning on. Have you gone, Tim?
1: Yeah, I actually went to one of the couple of games right before they shut down. Uh, my buddy yeah. has like season tickets right above the supporters. So it's just so loud below you. And like, it's, it's incredible. It's like the, I mean, from my understanding, and I, you know, I haven't really gotten into the MLS, and now I watch a couple games here and there, and it's the bubble MLS now. But like, you know, LAFC is like the only people who have like supporters and it's, it's like international soccer. Um, yeah. it, it was pretty incredible. Was yeah. Can, and like, dude. I was never like a uh, go revolution, you know, like I didn't, I didn't know a single player team. So, I mean, I'm an, I'm an FC guy. I'm a, I'm a trader in that sense, but, but I didn't start like in the MLS till this year, I guess. So Gotcha.
2: No, I, um I, um, not to bury the lead as well. I went to the last Lakers game cause it was a Lakers Nets game was the last game before the shutdown.
1: I went to one of them. I went Ooh. to Lakers-Bucks, which was, I think it was, yeah, I it was remember two like, before. It was like it was like uh, March
2: 6th. Yeah, mine was like, I guess, the 8th or 9th 10th, maybe. It was like that Tuesday, and then I guess the Rudy Gobert thing was that Thursday or Wednesday. It was like the day after. Like I remember thinking and having a conversation with my buddy who was taking me the game, and we were like, should we be doing this? And we were both like, yeah it's fine. Yeah. probably. Yeah. Was and, that the game uh, that
0: got postponed because of the COVID no, stuff?
2: No, 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 no. Oh. But Din- Dinwiddie hit a game winner. I was talking cat shit at Staples Center. Like I was on one. There was like a little. there's a little boy next to me, and I felt horrible. That was just <laughs> absolutely... he
1: You felt horrible, but not like,
2: enough to I stop. Rarely get that into it, but for some reason Dinwiddie gives me this uh, this swagger. Yeah. When he's when he's doing his thing, I'm just like, you know what? And I was just, there were some aggro O.C. Laker fans that were really upset with me. But, uh, come on. Well, like, w- w- I'm a Nets fan. This is like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't get much.
1: Then really must be a fun guy to watch here because he always puts it on for his hometown.
2: Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, I went to, he was, we went to middle school together.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. This, right. That's right, yeah. Can
2: can anyone
0: Can anyone explain to me how the Staples Center houses four teams and shows yeah, and I know. like is there is there some sort of time like vortex in the middle of that place like how do they even do do that
2: I think about it all the time because <laughs> cause I because I do like I I cuz I grew up going to Staples like that was the arena you know whatever like um 'Cause like when I go to games when I was younger or whatever, and I'd be like, "Yeah, like the Sparks, Clippers, Lakers, and Kings—they all play. Like that's like a normal thing." And then I like looked at other cities, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's not normal at all.
3: It's like plus concerts.
2: <laughs> yeah, plus concerts. But yeah, and I'm just like, I I don't know. I have no idea. They must just like whatever algorithm they have for like, because there was that one summer. It must have been 2014. that 13-14 season where the Lakers. That was the year the Lakers had uh, Nash and Dwight. So it was like the last year they made the playoffs before this iteration. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Clippers were like Lob City. And um, it was like the Clippers, Lakers, and Kings were all like people. There was a triple header day or like a double header day that went into like a Kings game in the afternoon where like if you had Staples Center season tickets, which people have, like you were going to like two games a day for like, Three or four days in a row, or something. That's like wild. Well, you had, yeah, it was crazy, and like they were like switching people in and out. Um, yeah, it's cool to think about, but like I don't know how they do it. It is insane. It's impressive. It's impressive. I mean, I guess, I guess, um, since you're a West Coast team, you can like afford to start games super early. I guess that probably has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Right. Like you can get games in like at. You know the matinee game for like a Clippers, like a like a sleepy Clipper matinee is like noon, you know. Like you can go to a noon Sunday game, which I don't yeah. think ever happened, right? If you're like, I don't know, maybe. I feel like I feel different. like East Coast
1: matinees are usually. I mean, sometimes they're noon, but usually it's like two.
2: Yeah, they they happen sometimes. Like I've definitely woken up at like 9 a.m. and just like
1: let's go, let's watch a little. Let's watch
2: little Donald Sloan. Oh,
1: I think we uh, Nets. I think we we woke up to last time we did Camp Herzog. I think we woke up to uh, a Nets <laughs> yeah, Celtics Tim's, game going on.
2: Tim has Thanksgiving at our house and he sleeps over, so yeah, we watched.
1: Yeah, we had the. Uh, it was that's right. It was the Black Friday game. Yeah. Yeah, at nine a.m. It's That'd it's kind of nice with that. Yeah.
2: Goddamn, yeah, seems like a different life.
1: It sure <laughs> does, and it was the same season, and that's the weirdest part.
3: <laughs> so
2: strange <Are> you guys... <laughs> so um, wait Andrew you're also something obviously
0: yeah I, I'm definitely not as big a basketball fan as Tim and yourself um but I do you know I, I can't wait for the games to come back I can't wait to see what's yeah. going to happen for for I, I was just saying this to Tim earlier as well like I, I just want to see good basketball I mean you're looking at a lot of teams that are going to be Pretty close to fully healthy. I mean, a lot of these players had a lot of time off, and how often or if ever have we seen healthy teams going into the playoffs? Yeah.
2: No, that's actually a really good point. Um, yeah, I'm. I also just think that like the the looseness of like how it's happening, people are gonna like. I I, I hope that there's like a little bit of like a fluidity and a looseness to like people's games. We see some more like. Just, like, fun plays, just, like, entertaining stuff. Like, I guess there's, like, less of an incentive because there's no, like, crowd to, like, get ooze and ahs from. But I don't know. I hope that it's just sort of, like, a fun brand. I got to imagine just, there's like, there's
1: something about getting, getting a rise out of your own bench. I think that's going to be a big yeah. part of, uh, you know, I think you're going to see the teams who do better are the teams who are supporting each other out there. I mean, just like in just, just which is usually true to basketball with fans. Um, but
2: yeah, they should,
0: uh, they should let the Globetrotters be the wild card play in. (laughs) And if they can make it past like anyone, they got the
1: generals in, in. they got the generals of the NBA, they let the Wizards in. So, (laughs) um, or whatever the, uh, admirals, like whatever the team that always loses to them is.
0: Imagine being on that team, you. Hey, man, your job is to lose to the Globetrotters. I had a, all,
1: every time. <laughs> I had I, I have a friend of mine who uh, she told me she was hooking up with a, a kid who played basketball hey. for them, and I was like, "That's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> he's per, he's technically a professional basketball player.
2: Sorry, guys, one second. No, 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 you're okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, one second. Uh um.
1: Jack, that's all right, man. We can uh, we can actually let you go, man. We appreciate you uh, coming in today and hopping on the balcony chatter. Maybe you'll check in with us uh, as oh, we wow. get underway.
2: Oh wow! How much? are you oh, yeah. One
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, this is a first for us. This is. I think it worked, and, and I think so. So far, going going great. Yeah. Ten out of um, ten. We've we've talked a lot of basketball today. Yeah,
1: we got to get some hockey and right be yeah, under the wire here coming up. We got to talk about our team. You got some news for us?
0: Yep. I think I think what'll happen is we'll probably we'll probably wrap it up pretty quick with hockey, and then the next episode that we do, um, we'll do we'll do another episode this week, and we'll make sure that we really get into it because there is a good amount of stuff, and and I mean as as always,
1: there's there's more stuff every single day. So, yeah, man. Um. Just hopefully we can get some uh, hockey-inspired numbers, numbers in terms of, like basketball-inspired numbers out of hockey in terms of uh, negative. Sorry tests. about that, guys. Oh, yeah. all good, dude. Sorry, just a little bit of quick business there. Oh, <laughs> you, got, um, you got
2: exchanges going. I get it, man. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm trying to get uh, my DraftKings going for, uh, for this. Uh, preseason basketball so no oh, nah, I'm joking <laughs> is that going to be a thing by the way what DraftKings like are they going to have like DraftKings for, for well, well DraftKings
1: does bets for, now so I mean DraftKings yeah, I know, will like, be are they, oh I imagine like they did stuff. they used to do playoff DraftKings I don't see why they wouldn't anymore
2: I know I guess they would it's just like so weird to think like and uh, now you bet on it again right oh yeah yeah it's just it feels like we should like we should have some like foreplay before we like really start just like betting on like people it's <laughs> like incredibly dangerous bubbles. <laughs> yeah
1: exactly i uh i bet golf for the first mm-hmm. time a few weeks ago and i guessed the, the the exact guy who was gonna win it uh and i was like i should no, never do really? this again because i i probably won't do that again
0: yeah. you must have felt yeah, really good about yourself. i felt
1: really bad for like how small of a bet i made i wish i had a little more faith in myself but uh it's probably for the best but that's uh, incredible. But Jack man, thanks for joining us. We I was saying we'll have you on uh, you know, what little into this bubble. We'll see we'll check in, see how you're feeling and thanks for joining us and yeah, please come back on. Yeah,
2: you just have to you just have to promise not to talk about any Boston sports. How about that? <laughs> All
3: right.
1: We'll just talk about Kyrie Irving. <laughs>
2: yeah, oh perfect. I, oh, I said God. I'd get into it this we'll time, but
1: that. I think that's a whole other phone call. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. He's the voice of a generation. Unbelievable. Unbelievable guy. He's a real leader. Oh, man. I still owe you the
1: jersey (laughs) of his that I have. I have no use for it.
2: Oh, I'll wear that. Oh, I'd love to wear that.
1: (laughs) I bet you would. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming Uh, on. Thank you. We really appreciate it. it. At the Foam Depot on IG. Check out his art. Very talented guy, Jack Herzog. Oh, yeah.
2: Thanks, Thanks, guys. All right. I appreciate it, guys.
1: Appreciate you, man. All right, man so great f- our, our first guest pretty went pretty well yeah we, i mean we covered a lot of stuff he got a, he did a, he did have some hockey stuff to talk that was good yeah and uh you um, know not only getting uh you know he's obviously a nets fan but he has been in la for so long and uh, that's some good perspective that i couldn't really share just even from being here for six years uh just on like the staple center and yeah the dynamics over here he hit the nail on the head Yep. So you you um, want let's tie it up with some uh, latest news, some pasta and so forth. Yeah. So so over this past week, we,
0: we've seen pasta practice one day, and then he goes into quarantine, or he is unfit to play every day following um, that first day. And so is uh, Kashe, the the player that we picked up at the trade deadline, um, also a Czech guy. So I wonder if it has something to do with them being together i mean there's been a lot of speculation people claiming they saw them out in the north end people claiming they saw them practicing at some local rinks which i don't it
1: doesn't make much that doesn't make much sense to me but maybe or whatever there's supposedly um, photos for the north end but every tweet i saw was like can't believe these photos i saw and it's like why don't you just show the photos you saw yeah yeah exactly so that that's what the speculation is going around right now
0: is that well we know for sure that they were exposed to Somebody who potentially had it—that doesn't mean that they have COVID, but it means that they need to test negative a
1: handful of times, right. which is also strange. Which he, to has, me because, he has a handful under his belts thus far, not enough.
0: Right, but then a couple days ago or yesterday, I think it was, um, the whole the entire third line, um, Tuka and a couple other players. So we ended up getting to about nine players that were unfit to to participate. Yeah, and then the next day they're back to practice. Almost everyone. So, if they were potentially exposed and they tested negative, then why didn't Pasta come back if he tested negative? You know, so it's possible that he tested positive. We don't know that, and they're also not allowed to say.
1: Yeah, they're blaming the um, contact contact tracing, which I guess is a uh, pretty convenient thing you can do. I, yeah. I guess with uh, with how you've laid it out there.
0: But to I avoid mean, the, the questioning. There's good and bad to this. The, the good is that, you know, if he if he did get COVID, that he would be ready around the time, but you know, prior to actual playoff starting. But he might miss a couple of the play-in round robin games. Um, so that's not a plus because the the downside is, excuse me, that um, he will have no time to to get into game shape. Right. So. He either gets injured, or he just plays like garbage. You know, like, right. or or he plays fine because he's completely well rested. But
1: he looked good. I, don't I know. mean, that one practice, he looked really good. Yeah, but uh, I would you know, agree. If he does get this thing, that, and and it does affect him. Uh, you know, there's you know Rudy Gobert. Like we've said time and time again, he's still affected by it. He's still struggling from it. Uh, he Doesn't have a sense of smell. So uh, you know, especially with a yeah. hockey player, because you get a you're out of gas numerous times a game without a lung condition, you know? Right. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully he is contesting, uh, hopefully he is testing negative consistently. Um, but you know, we're just gonna have to see here and it's, it's certainly, uh, uh, pretty quick change from just our check in last week.
0: Yeah. Um, so one last thing I'd like to, to, talk about to wrap it up. And again, we will be talking more hockey. There's plenty to talk about at this point. We're getting news every day. Um, we'll potentially have more of an update on, on um, pasta down the road. Uh, but what I do want to talk about is a couple of the uh, things that the Bruins are being noticed for right now. So Cassidy was, was a, is a finalist for Jack Adams again. I mean, this, this guy is so far, there's pretty much nothing aside from winning the cup that you could ask for from cassidy yeah i mean he's basically given you everything that you want he's made it to the playoffs every year that he's been here he has a good record i mean we went to the finals uh it, it, it's he's real he's killing it yeah i mean so his drafting his overall his overall record is like it is one 66 and thirty four I mean that that's a pretty good uh, percentage. So yeah, it's all right. You Is got him good? up for the, huh? Is that good? Is that good, it's, bro? I, I think it's all right. Is that good? Um, but you have him up for for the award. You have Tuca up for the Vesna again. Yep. Um, which personally, I you know I I know that it's gonna or it's, I'm gonna sound like a homer, but I think that he should easily run away with that. Um, if you look at the stats and you look at the players that he's up against. They're great goalies as well. Obviously, they're in the the conversation, um, or you know, they're the other two finalists. But I don't think that they had a better season than Tuca did. No, I don't either. Um, and then again, for the ninth season in a row, you have
1: uh, Bergeron up for the Selkie. And I think that's that's uh, remarkable. I think he has the lowest chance of winning out of all of them. And I, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, See, it's I, just I, like I, he was he was down for so long. I think it's incredible that he he earned the nod, but. Uh, I just feel like he, we we missed a lot of Patrice this year.
0: I think that he got robbed last year. Um
1: oh, so they're, I think so it's that like O'Reilly is best asset best yeah, actor they giving him a nod later on.
0: But I also don't think that I mean the guy still had 30 something goals, right? He had, or 31 goals or whatever it was. I mean he still had a crazy good year. I mean it's not I know it's not about um like all offensive, it's more of a defensive forward type of award, but I mean, you got to look at all around every aspect of the player that you have up for the for the final, like uh, all of them. Um, he's going up against O'Reilly again, and and I f- oh, I forget who the other one is, but um, I mean, obviously, good candidates as well. He he could very well lose again, but I think you know the fact that we have three major awards that the Bruins are are up for, and then you had you know Pasta won the Rocket Richard Co with uh, Ovechkin um great company it's just we we won the president's trophy which we won't talk about but yeah i think don't want it yuck i think it is safe to celebrate dude
1: safe to celebrate all right i like that we'll crack one i won't bring up the president's trophy's curse and how it looks like with nine guys sitting but we'll celebrate the the nods and then we'll panic next
0: episode exactly we're Mm -hmm. not talking that these aren't wins
1: yet but I just I just want to right say track. if if the curse is going to be the team falling apart or us losing the playoffs, I'd at least like to see us play full strength.
0: I I would agree. Ugh. So hopefully next episode we have some updates on Pasta. I would love to be able to tell you guys in the next episode that he is back practicing and having no issues, um, but only time will tell.
1: Oh man. Um, well, also uh, think, Jamel this week we should have Jamel on of the Airbuds podcast uh, as we check in and uh, yeah probably probably switching to two two weeks guys. hope you're ready for us.
0: Uh, I I got to be honest I uh, I love getting a perspective of a of an opposing or of just another fan of another team. Me too. Uh, just I like because like all, all the great. people
1: we'll have on, I mean they they all have their fanship, but they're just these are guys who don't just watch their team. You know for the most part. And I know that we, you know, we we, we
0: almost exclusively talk about Boston. Um, so it's nice to not hear another person just being like, yeah, well, Bergeron is the best player on the team and this and this and this. So, um, you know, if anybody has any comments or wants to talk about anything or debate us about whatever, send us a message and we will absolutely, um, you know, w- we're always down to debate about anything. Maybe drop us your phone number, too. We'll see. Yeah, we may, we may be making calls um, more often now. Yeah, we have that power. <laughs> Watch it. Um, all right, man. Well, I think this went well this week, and I can't wait for the next episode. Let's do it, man. It's getting
1: fun. Wednesday's basketball. Yeah.
0: Wednesday is basketball. It's crazy. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely be tuning in for that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. All right, man. All, all right. I'll
2: talk to you. It was all in my head. Watched too many movies and now I'm living in one instead. The idea of you was more.